Welcome to Trying to Function, the podcast where we explore the struggles of adulting and trying to function in the real world. Hey there, I'm Ryan, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Travis, who's just as lost as I am. That's right, Ryan. We're both trying to figure out how to be adults. Not easy. From current events in the industry to navigating the workplace and relationships, whatever the topic, we're here to share our experiences and offer our wisdom. We're no experts by any means, but we're in this together. We'll get through this together. We'll also be bringing on guests who are experts in their field to share their insights and expertise as well. We'll be answering your questions and giving our best advice to help you navigate the challenges of adulting. So if you're struggling to function in the real world like we are, this is the podcast for you. Let's go on this journey together and try to figure out how to function. What is up? What is up? Podcast listeners and listeners on Waffles stream right now because he is live on you now. What is up, Waffles? Yo, what up? How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Something big happened for you today, I believe. Yeah, so I I took my first ASE test. Well, I, I don't know. I can't really say they're my first ones because I did take a couple back in high school, but that was like 10 years ago. Now I'm getting old. So, so you haven't but, taken these tests in 10 years? Uh, I didn't pass the ones that I took like 10 years ago, but I did take two today and I passed them barely, but I passed them. So that's nice. Hey, passing is passing. Exactly. That's what's up, man. Oh yeah. So I just want to let you guys know that this podcast is sponsored by Miss Butterworth Maple Syrup. Not really. Just wanted to say that. Um, we're actually going to be doing this episode on coming out of your comfort zone, right? So, um, I was asking waffles what he wanted to do for, uh, tonight's topic and we've talked about this uh in a couple episodes kind of brushed about it you know in what we were trying to explain but we never dove into coming out of your comfort zone right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. so the main thing that i you know what kind of brought this up was the fact that I wasn't planning, so the whole plan was kind of put into place for me to go take my ASEs like a month ago. And I was like, All right, I want to get some more experience and be able to, you know, understand things, be able to do a bunch more studying. And they weren't 100% sure if they were going to send me to go do all that stuff. All right, cool, whatever. Doing a little bit of studying, still didn't understand half the crap that I tested for today. Um... But most of the stuff that I took on the test didn't even involve the cars that I work on, which kind of pissed me off. But I made it through, so that was nice. But we we signed me up on Tuesday, I think it was. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to pass. Like I'm freaking out, like super uncomfortable, whatever. So I'm doing everything that I can to study and figure things out and, you know, do what I can to make sure I'm best prepared for this test or these two tests that I took today. And I was like, okay, 
we'll, we'll see how this goes. I took him, and I passed him, and I was like, all right, all right, I got faith. That's uh, the next ones. <laughs> but the big thing is, like, I used to just stick in my comfort zone, and I became complacent, and that was, that's the word that I was looking for earlier. Complacent. Oh, complacent. Uh, we did talk about that yeah. too, right? Yeah, we I mean, we kind of brushed over it. Complacency and routines. Exactly. And the biggest thing I feel is like there's some good time to become complacent. That way you can still kind of understand, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, right? Get like a full understanding of like what's going on and it kind of helps expand your comfort zone right in in a way but at the same time you know it could be it could be bad you know if you don't ever get out of your comfort zone then you could become complacent and you know you're not going to see growth much if at all and it's going to be you know difficult for you to try and push forward and you know expand out into you know, whatever field you may be doing, like I'm, a, I'm an IT guy, but here I am working on cars. So <laughs> I was just like, all right, well, we'll, we'll see how this goes. And you know, I don't, I don't half-ass anything, and I always give it up my hundred percent. That's, you know, that's what I ask for most for anybody and everybody, right? And as long as you know you're giving your your hundred percent and doing what you feel comfortable with, don't be afraid to you know take that you know dip your toes in the water and you know kind of see how things are on the other side. And, I, I like uh, dipping my toes in water. <laughs> yeah, but being able to like expand and figure out you know what what's for you, what's not for you, and kind of going moving moving forward because you know if you, I, I haven't really seen anybody that's stayed in their comfort zone and been able to grow as a person or kind of understand you know different perspectives and, and stuff like that and it's usually just ends up being you know they're stuck in their ways they're complacent with what's going on and then you know and that's that like i don't know I'm not much of a like. I have ADHD. Like I can't, you know, sit still and do the same thing. I was trying to distract you with that dinosaur <laughs> shopping cart right now, dude. <laughs> okay, so, great, great, great segment into into the episode. By the way, I love what you were saying. Um, I do want to give a little a little brief for the listeners on what's going on in the back end right now. Um, Waffles is streaming on you now. We put the we put the channel links in the podcast description so you guys can follow us. But he has uh, this user in here, Baby Woe, is going ham with the support, dropping all these likes right now and doing these giveaways. And I actually just won 100 bars from the last giveaway that just went on. And there's another one going on right now. She just did. Um, but with that 100 bars, I used it on one of these dinosaur gifts and it like shoots this dinosaur across the screen. He's pushing this <laughs> shopping cart. It goes from one side to the next. <laughs> It's so funny. So uh, I just wanted to uh, 
you know we like to have fun with it here you know and uh <laughs> get it getting the crowd involved with with the podcast i think has been a really fun thing to do um honestly wasn't expecting it you know because when i first came into his stream it was just me and him you know and then kendy was in here she's chilling afk and then baby will comes in with a 22k and i was like oh here we go so <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you, baby. Well, shout out to everybody that's listening and all of the stream watchers. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, I do want to talk about a personal story of mine relating to coming out of my comfort zone. And I think uh, the, the first thing was like, okay, so really getting into my first place on my own, right? Um, not living with parents, not living with a significant other's parents, getting into my own place having to pay for my own bills, having to, to deal with all this and taking care of that the roof over my head, right? It's it's like you get so used to to this life with your parents and, you know, just doing what they say so you can have a roof over your head while still kind of having, you know, what freedoms you can, you know? And uh, it, it, it's crazy just being on your own 100% and not having any parents there. It's, it's not like it, it's not cool not having them there because they're not telling me what to do but it, it's weird because like I just don't have my family there you know like my whole life growing up I got I got used to being around my family my brothers my mom you know like when I was with my dad it was me and my dad hanging out all the time and now that I'm in my 30s and I have my own family it's like wow man just time, times have changed you know now it's now it's reversed right I'm the dad and my kid's the one that's you know hanging out with me and his mom and it's just such a trip to see that. And I think that was the biggest the biggest thing for me coming out of that comfort zone. It's just like you get so comfortable with your parents, you know. And I'm not knocking anybody that stays with their parents. Like best believe I could – if I could stay with my parents, I would. Like I would ride that as long as I could. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, you know, like because – no, like with things I, that have been going on lately like the house dude i've re i've reached out to my parents you know like crazy. i've reached out to my mom you know i wanted to see if i could go stay with my mom again because of things that are going on with me and my kids mom you know with us splitting and everything i don't i don't have anywhere to turn so like dude i reach out to my parents you know like you th you think you should be able to but dude parents can't help me i don't have any family that can help me i'm like fuck man this is this is real life you know this is this is reality setting in you know, so something something has to happen. I got to make something happen, you know, and that's that's coming out of your comfort zone for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, I've so I've I've done both. You know, I, I mean, so I live with my dad now, but I did live on my own for a little bit before I ended up shipping out to boot camp. That wasn't really, you know, kind of on my own terms, but, you know, it happened, you know, lived life, moved on, but. It was it was weird, you know, having to to be the you know caretaker of the house and you know, make sure you know dishes are done and rent's paid, bills are paid. There's food in the fridge. Like it's just crazy, dude. Like I don't understand. Continue. Little... <laughs> Getting distracted. <laughs> but uh, no, like so, it's don't get me wrong. Like it is difficult, and it it makes it made me very uncomfortable. Like I was not prepared at all 
be able to go out and just do all that on my own. Right. And, you know, I had a few roommates, and, you know, they helped out somewhat. And it got to the point where I was kind of just doing me and having to, like, take care of everybody. And I was like, this is weird. Like, the the roles are completely reversed. Your roommates, too? You know? Huh? Why are you taking care of your roommates? What do you mean? Because they're grown children. Oh, I can understand that. It was like, so there was four of us in a three bed apartment. Oh, do we, do we talk about this one? We kind of talked, we we brushed over it. What was it like three chats and a Travis (laughs) or something? It was three Travises and a Seth. Oh yeah. Three (laughs) Travises and a Seth. Oh my God. But yeah, no. So it was interesting. So two of them, I'm not gonna you know name drop. I really don't give a fuck either way. But two of them decided that it was gonna be smart for them to quit their job and then go school. I was like, well, first of all, y'all are broke. Y'all ain't got nothing saved up. And I was like, we'll see how this goes. So they enrolled in, in uh, college and shit, and then they dropped out like second weekend. I'm like, y'all are stupid. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? So they had to go get a different job and shit. And I was like, what's well, gonna be? It's gonna be interesting. And so I had to go get a second job and make sure I had all the everything that I could, you know, make ends meet for rent and utilities stuff like that and it was it was a bit difficult <laughs> like don't get me wrong but thankfully the the fourth roommate or third roommate the other one uh he he helped out quite a bit too because he was he ended up becoming a manager so he got a pay raise and was able to help me we kind of split it like 40 40 20 like the other two paid twenty percent of rent, and then uh, me and the other guy were forty and forty percent. <laughs> Wait, so the other two that made the twenty were ten each? Yeah, and what was stupid is they still could barely fucking afford it. Oh, like, really, guys? Man. Like, those are God, some grown kids for sure. Some some adult oh, children. Absolutely. That that and makes sense for sure. I was like, fuck it, dude. And but then. I so I had enough money saved up even with all, doing all that that I paid the last six months of my rent before I shipped out to boot camp so that way it made it easier for them and allegedly the roommate that actually helps pay rent as well he said that he moved out roughly a month after I did and they didn't pay a single dime of rent after that jesus christ and so he skating got, so he ended up getting he ended up getting an email from the leasing office oh yeah uh, saying that uh you know they were getting evicted and stuff like that <laughs> and then he got sent he got sent pictures of how the apartment was it's all fucked up oh it was trash oh There's my god dishes everywhere like it like it had had been clean since I had left. Wow, just complete like, neglect. Fuck. It was 
horrible. And they actually, so they tried coming after me for it. And I was like, I had re-signed that second lease. And I already gave you all the paper stating that I am now voided off the lease. So that's it's all on them. All for y'all to figure out. Yep, yep. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, but yeah, no, like, so that, that was tough. But, you know, I, I got back. Uh, from all my training and shit, and then I ended up moving into the house that I am now, and it just it feels weird. Like I had all that freedom, but at the same time, I didn't have the freedom. You know, right? Like I had I had the freedom to do whatever the hell I wanted, but I didn't have the freedom to be able to, you know, go do what I wanted when I wanted. I still had to be responsible, make sure I had to pay rent, all that stuff. You know, it was crazy. Yeah, man, adulting is tough. It's it's tough, you know, and I think to be an actual adult and function in this world, you need to be able to come out of your comfort zone, right? And so when we think about what the comfort zone is, everybody has their own comfort zone. What, what their definition of it could be is based on what you feel you know, where you feel safe and, you know, you're at ease and are without stress, right? So, like, when you're growing up and you're living with your parents, you don't have to pay rent. You don't have to pay utility bills and all that stuff. You're taking out the trash. You're washing dishes. You're maybe mowing lawns, washing cars, you know. And when, when you're in your comfort zone, you can recognize that you're in your comfort zone because things are a lot easier, Right. When you when you become an adult and you start having to go out of your comfort zone, you start realizing where that line is. And sometimes people don't like being out of their comfort zone. And so they don't really do anything to step outside. Right. They live in their little bubble. And so I feel, you know, when people stick to their comfort zones, it's because they don't want that stress. They don't want to have to deal with any outside forces things that might, you know, change their life or their situation of happiness or where they feel at ease, you know. And so the psychological impacts of staying in your zone for too long are going to, they're going to hinder you from growing as a person, right? You stay in your comfort zone, like people that are complacent with living with their parents, they don't want anything else. They're just happy because their parents are fine with them being at home. You know, you're not going to grow as an individual, you know, like you think you're going to get uh, a significant other and they're going to want to live with you in your parents' house. You know, like that's that's not okay to become complacent in your parents' house, right? And so that's why you strive to be more. You strive to go out of your comfort zone to make a better life for yourself. I mean, unless people want to just, you know, stay in their comfort zone. But then that brings my point of not growing as a person, right? So... There's so many there's so many benefits to stepping out of your comfort zone, aside from personal growth, you know, discovery, you, you figure out new boundaries, you know, new things that that you you might like as as an individual things that you might find fun that you didn't know existed because you were stuck in your comfort zone. Right. You you get into a relationship. And your significant other wants you to do something and it's out of your comfort zone. So you say, oh, I don't know, maybe we should do something else. 
you might not be in that relationship very long, right? You have to be willing to compromise. And sometimes when you compromise, it takes you out of your comfort zone. So you, you, can, you can take that how you will, but you're only going to restrict yourself. You know, it's nice having a comfort zone, but it's not okay to become complacent, right? Right, Smush. <laughs> Another thing, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, you're good, you're good. <laughs> you know, like overcoming fears. You know, there's so many things, so many benefits to coming out of your comfort zone, right? New opportunities. You don't find those opportunities if you just stay in the same place. Yeah, so the biggest thing that I would have to say, especially with like the whole comfort zone, right? Like, Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I am a huge introvert, right? I hated going outside, don't like being around a lot of people. It is what it is, right? But, you know, being able to go out and kind of, you know, push that boundary a little bit farther has helped me a lot. Like, I've met some amazing people. And, you know, I was just like, you know what, start things off small. We'll see how streaming goes, right? <laughs> Being able to talk to people. They don't see my face. I could be, you know, my own personality, whatever, you know, see how things go. Unless you're so, doing a podcast so with me. Well, yeah, now I'm doing a <laughs> podcast with you, motherfucker. But, no, this is like, this was like years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. 13? Thir when you first started streaming. Ago, something like that. When I first started, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, didn't show my face. You know, I was me. And I actually felt, you know, I was still comfortable with being me. And it was. Hold on. That's a cool ass fucking dinosaur. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, like, it was. It was great, you know, I was able to, you know, meet new people and, you know, explore, like, a lot of new opportunities. And I was like, you know what, you know, sometimes people aren't that bad, right? Sometimes. And, and I started going out and throwing darts with my dad and, you know, kind of go and meet new people. I wasn't as afraid to, you know, go out in public as much. Right. Yeah, you know, I went to public school, but that's just, it's school, you know, shit happens, crap occurs, you may or may not learn something that day, and, you know, move on. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, as soon as I realized, you know, that I was being extremely complacent and wasn't doing anything to, you know, I would just bitch about stuff. And that was kind of just like the household that I was in at the time was... I could just bitch about everything because, you know, nothing seemed good. And then, you know, I grew up and then just one day, I don't even know what the hell happened, but, you know, traumatic event might have happened or whatever. But just one day I just woke up and was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go be me. I'm going to go, you know, do things that I want to do. I'm going to be a happy person, right? Oh, yeah. Tired of all these Debbie Downers and, Everyone trying to fucking shit on my plate. I'm just like, nope. 
I'm gonna be me. You don't like it? That sucks. There's the door. <laughs> and and that that's how, you know that that was like the biggest reason why you know our second episode right was optimism and pessimism. Yeah, second and, episode was optimism, optimism yeah. and pessimism. Sorry, my freaking dyslexia. Like, I was like, uh, can't <laughs> words right now. Like that was the biggest thing that I had to encounter. Like that, that was something that you know I was afraid of. Like I, like I grew up and with everybody around me pretty much being a bunch of pessimists. Now I was just like, it, it is what it is. Like whatever and now it's like it's just crazy like i'm super optimistic and everyone's like oh why are you always happy jokes on you uh i'm not surprised (laughs) (laughs) well i just i just i choose to look at you know the better things right i I was gonna say if you if you reword that question what's like what's What's the positive things in life, right? Right, Not, right. Uh, oh, I have to work. Uh, I hate that place. Uh, this sucks. My life is terrible. Nah, I'm over here like, hell yeah. Uh, granted, like, yeah, I don't like my job. It is what it is. Who can, like, not a lot of people can I mean, yeah, I don't really think job. people like their jobs, you know? People work because they no, need money, right? Yeah. Like, I go to work, and I try and be optimistic about it, right? I go in, I'm like, hey, you know, what, what can I learn today? What what can I you know push myself to try and understand or get out of my comfort zone and try and diagnose a car without my mentor? Like it's because you want to grow. Exactly, like like small things like that. Like I'm not gonna be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go on the main line today and see how I do. Like that that that's a bit much. Like I'm not trying to jump off a fucking. Eiffel Tower or something. Maybe you know, got you up you know, there on the boom the on the boom lift, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know but, I think. Yeah, like. Sorry, go ahead. Trying to figure out, you know, your your boundaries. Like it's, it's it's, fuck. How do I word it? You won't be able to find your boundaries unless you like, try to explore things, you know. Right. Don't become complacent. You don't know what those limitations are unless you try to find those limitations, right? Yeah. I think that is, you know, what you were saying. That's a common reason why people avoid leaving their comfort zone. You know, they feel vulnerable or that they're going to be a failure at something or something's not going to come through for them. And they might have it easier where they are in life at that point. But they don't know that life could be better outside of that comfort zone if they don't step outside, right? Due to social pressures, um, you know, things like that. But like what you were saying earlier, create a support system. You know, like find somebody that can help you come out of your comfort zone inch by inch, you know, foot by foot, whatever. How... However big the steps are or however small they are, you take smaller steps, take baby steps to get to bigger challenges, right? And you yeah. start start working on strategies on how to break out of your comfort zone. Like, so one of the best analogies that I've been able to come across is, you know, success is like a ladder, right? And 
you can't have the ladder unless you build it with the failures. Right? Like, you're not going to go out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a multi-million dollar business tomorrow. Like, no. <laughs> Sorry to crush your hopes and dreams, but... Not happening. Good luck. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm optimistic. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of things that you got to be able to do to not be able to fail. And it's all about, you know, being able to take those failures and use those as stepping stones to get to that success point. Yes. And, yes. you know, I was just gonna you say can't that. <laughs> figure out, you know, when you're, where you're going to fail at unless you don't try. And that's like, you know, pushing those boundaries of, you know, your comfort zone. Right. You're not going to understand where your boundaries are unless you go out and explore. Start small. You know, start small. Baby steps to bigger challenges. If you fail, use that failure as a learning opportunity and grow from it. Now you know where your boundary is. Now you can play a little further, you know, out, out of your comfort zone toward that, you know, coming out of there. You don't have to stay in there. You know that your boundary can be expanded. And if it takes somebody else or some support system to help you do that, then that's fine too. Yeah, like so. One of the, one of the like I keep I keep using this example and like a lot of things because it's true. Like I would know Ryan Cokeswish, however you know him by, unless I stepped out of my comfort zone, right? Like I absolutely hated going in other people's streams. Like I'd, I'd go in there and I'd lurk, but I wouldn't say anything. And one day I was like, oh, fuck it, hopped into his stream. Said what's up, and then we started chatting. I was like, "This dude's dope as fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what coke smush you're oh talking my. about, dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, we were, that's like we hung up, out, and then it's crazy. It's been what four and a half, five years now. Yeah, yeah, about five years, I'd say, because Daxon's about to be four now. Yeah, and I think like his mom was just pregnant when crazy. we met. Yeah, dude. It's good times, though, you know, like, we've grown so much, too, as individuals. You know, like, you've seen me come out of comfort zones. I mean, you even freaking helped me move out of a place I was with with a roommate. You know, and I was with a roommate because I didn't want to feel like I had to do everything on my own. You know, so I had a roommate to make it easier on me. But you helped me come out of my comfort zone and get into my own spot and be able to grow a little more as a person you know so i thank you for that there, there's a lot that you know we, we've been through with each other and maybe don't even realize it until we start getting into it right so you are my support system in coming out of my comfort zone as well as music and ganja but you know <laughs> yeah that, that usually helps a little bit yeah Give me, give me, give me some good buds and some good tunes, and I'm down for whatever. Almost, <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, fucking, you fucking flew me out there to help you move, and I was like, this is kind of sketchy. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> get on that plane, I've boy. Driven, I've driven across states. To go see my brother to go help him move and shit, but yeah, that's my stepbrother. So I mean, like, yeah. it's a bit different, but still, like, I did that on my own. I drove sixteen hours to fucking Arkansas. 
<laughs> which is more intense than taking a flight a few states over. Yeah. Like, driving uh, cross state lines is scary, man. I did that with my kid's mom from Virginia. We went from Virginia to California driving. And that was a four-day excursion. <laughs> we uh stopped in a hotel for two two nights and drove the the rest. But yeah, it was it was intense. Yeah, I don't know if I could ever do that that big of a trip. I won't do it again. It'd be fun though. I mean, uh, leisurely, not moving. I will never move <laughs> cross country <laughs> again. Oh, I might man. move a couple of states at a time, but yeah, if, yeah. If I'm going across Baby steps. states, I will hire I will hire a company to move <laughs> my shit. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm taking my car or a rental, and I'm gonna be chilling on my way there. <laughs> oh, it was such a pain in the ass, man. And it was okay. So it was me, my kid, his mom, and my dad in a four cylinder car with a bunch of stuff in there, pulling a U-Haul trailer filled up to the brim. Yeah, it was it was intense. It was intense, you know, for sure. But did it, grew from it, learned from it. You know, some failures happened along the way and some things, you know, we we learned that we won't do anymore. So grew as individuals. Exactly. And you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to know any of that stuff unless you, you know, stepped out of your comfort zone. And went through it. Exactly. It's all about embracing those failures as learning opportunities. Gotta embrace the suck. <laughs> I wanna embrace the suck, man. <laughs> um Yeah, so I don't really have too much more on coming out of your comfort zone honestly uh it's it's not it's not difficult right it's not difficult if you're hanging around people and you feel like maybe you shouldn't be doing this don't do it right maybe that's not that maybe what am i trying to say maybe that out of your comfort zone isn't where you need to be right so stay in your comfort zone until something else comes you know, like, it, it's not all, it, it's a situational basis. Like, I, I'm i trying to explain this so other, so people that don't really understand can understand, right? That in layman's terms, if you will, right? So you have a job, right? You have a job, you make steady pay, eight to five, whatever, you're paying your bills, things are paid, but you have no, you have no money, no spending money. Right, no money to throw around with to have fun with, but bills are being paid, food's on the table, bills are being paid, you're fine, right? You're not really stressing about that. Do you stay at that job or do you look for something better, right? Because obviously, you want play money, you want money to spend, right? So, you don't stay at your job, you look for something better, and you stay at your job until that something better comes through. You go out of your comfort zone of what you're normally used to doing. Or maybe it's the same thing and just a better better pay. I don't fucking know. But if it's something different, you go out of your comfort zone of what you're normally used to doing. Will you become complacent doing in your routine 8 to 5? You go do something else. You make that more money and you live that better life. 
you know so it's all it's all a mentality thing and that's that's a big thing about this podcast that i think we're trying to push out is taking care of yourself starts with your mental right so positive mentality you know being optimistic about things being able to find the silver lining in negative situations you know like all these different episodes that we do on this podcast are to help people you know hopefully function better right we're trying to function better and we're trying to help you function better and if we can talk about this and this makes sense to you and it helps you then obviously it works right and I'm not saying that this works from a biased standpoint. I've had people tell me that they really look forward to the podcast. They've listened to every single episode. And I've had people say, oh, I've listened to every single episode except the last two because I've been busy. Like, whatever it may be, like, people people listen to it because we are saying credible stuff to them. We're not just spouting bullshit for an hour, even though we do sometimes. We don't just spout bullshit for an hour to make a podcast. You know, we have a point in why we're doing this and these episodes, as structured as they are, as unstructured as they are, we try to get that overall point of trying to function better to you. So thank you. Yeah, you know, like I've had people, you know, we've missed, what, two weeks out of all of the episodes we've done so far? Yeah, and I think we still, you know, like we've only missed one week of an episode. Like that time that we missed, we still did, you know, later on that that week. But yeah, like I've had people like ask me like, "Hey, was the next episode?" I was like, "Every Saturday." Yep, yep. <laughs> Live every Saturday. It'll be you know, on all the platforms Sunday. Yep. <laughs> Even yesterday, you know, oh, it was shit. it was Friday, and Kendy's like, "You guys doing the podcast?" And yeah, I like, thought yeah, it was I Saturday. Asked people, you know? I asked me. <laughs> like, uh, hey, so was y'all, y'all gonna do an early one? Oh my god, maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> like, I'll tease them up a little bit. Like, eh. see, no, like, that excites me. Is, like, man. We we try and you know we try and spread the positivity and try and help people function better. Like, I don't, I don't think I could put it any better. Than what yeah. you, you know, said, but. The biggest thing is like, fuck, I was going somewhere and then I forgot. Um, I wish I could help you, but I have no idea where you were going. I was yeah, along for the ride. That was the difficult part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like I knew what the hell I was Waffles talking about, needs to function a little better. You know what I'm saying? He's just trying um, to function out here. If you hear my dog munching in the background, I apologize. She chomps so loud, Nilla. She looked at me like, what? Started wagging her tail. <laughs> She's so cute. I forgot, man. It's all good. No worries. Uh, we've been live for about 40 minutes almost. So I don't know if you want to go more into it. We can talk a little more about it. We can... I don't know if anybody in the chat right now is still in here and wants to chime in, but you're more than welcome to as well. That's what it was. Okay. So. <laughs> Say it before you forget. So the biggest thing is like, you know, every, we're out here trying to function and, you know, we've got people that, you know, come on our live streams and shit and talk about, you know, stuff that we've said on the, on the podcast. 
and or you know we've got a discord bush has a discord mine's kind of dead uh but you know my discord is our discord yeah yeah but like like the only mod like we talk to like everybody yeah and the more feedback we can get from you guys the you know if you're struggling with something you want some input or you know you got something you wanted to comment about from like an episode that we've talked about please leave some feedback on the episodes of youtube spotify i don't know if wherever you're listening yeah i think i think they do um what i wanted to say too was you guys know where mean waffles are social media wise you know he said we have discord you guys know our discord you guys know us on instagram twitter whatever message us too like if you want us to talk about a specific topic if you have something maybe you want to you want us to delve into we can do that you know if it's you know struggling in the workforce we can go in and just that would probably be a good fucking episode honestly struggles in the workforce you know, like overcoming workforce obstacles you know something like that and the episode would be like oh well you know <laughs> Oh, I wanted a bigger reaction out of waffles. It's all good. It's all good. Um, you had a sigh <laughs> of disappointment. I did want to mention that. Um, so when I was growing up and I went to church with my mom, you know, so I was my mom was a children's pastor. I was a little a little pastor kid, whatever. Um, her best friend, uh, you know, this really sweet lady, Liz, amazing voice. You know, she was. She's just singing the church and stuff. Uh, she's like my mom's best friend. Her husband, Joey, actually does his own podcast now. And it's about um, like, like everyday people or something like that, dude. And I was like, this is this is really dope. You know, I'm glad to see that more people are doing beneficial podcasts. You know, like there's so many people out there that are doing podcasts that are just doing a podcast because they just want to ramble and bullshit every episode. And, like, I get it. If you feel like you got a lot of stuff to talk about and you want people to hear it, do a podcast, whatever. But at least support those that are really trying to help the public. You know, those that are trying to benefit the community with what we're talking about. Like, we get we get together and we do this every week because not only is it fun, but it, it's beneficial. Not only is it beneficial for us, because I go back and I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, and it's beneficial to everybody else listening right and if you go back and you listen to our previous episodes you'll hear us talk about things that we've talked about before right because it makes sense it's not just something that we're bullshitting for an episode we're talking about stuff that we want you guys to apply to your lives we apply it to our lives or try to and we would like you to do the same if you're trying to function this is this is why you need to listen to our podcast because we're trying to function. We are trying to function. See what I did there? Damn it, Waffles. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Maybe I won't do my sit-down comedy. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day, man. I feel it. I feel it, dude. I'm just glad that you passed I... those ASE tests, man. That That's dope. Me too. Like, I, I was stressing about that like this whole week. I was like, I, I, I kind of know, but I, same time, I kind of don't. 
<laughs> I was stressing for you because you were choosing not to play video games with me because you wanted to study. Yeah, like I was I like, wow, this is that. This is important. <laughs> This is big boy stuff. It, I mean, it, it it is and it isn't. Like, I really don't want to be in this job, but, you know, it's paying the bills. So now I'm just doing more for them to pay me more. And, yeah. And, uh, hopefully see, but it works out, but we'll see you one day. <laughs> you're going out of your comfort zone for more pay. Yeah. Exactly. See, so you're growing. That's That's growth right there. And if you were to take the ASE test and you were to fail that could be taken as a learning experience, right? You studied, you learned what was on the test, you know what to do for next time, you know you know where you might need to study more. There's so many different things. Sorry, I got yawn. Oh, so many different things that you can take from it, you know? So kudos on passing again, dude. Proud of you. Well, thanks, Dad. <laughs> no problem, son. Get him next time. <laughs> But yeah, no, like you were saying, you know, a lot of people do podcasts just to shoot the shit. Don't get me wrong. We do have a couple out episodes out there that we kind of just fucked around on. But I still think we talk about some you, beneficial shit. If you listen, listen more to those episodes, we still talk about a lot of the same shit we preach about on most of the episodes. Big facts. But yeah, we are. We're shooting the shit. We're having a good time, you know. It, it's great. But we still, you know, put those little tidbits in there of, like, trying to function, right? Being, you know, a more positive person. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Stop being complacent. Stuff like that. Like, it's not something we're just going to brush over once and be like, all right, well, that was good. We'll never talk about it again. Like, stupid. <laughs> Honestly. Like, why, like, I don't understand if some, like, if somebody, like, truly thinks of, of, like, you know, it's, it's beneficial, then they're going to talk about it more than just, you know, an hour or 20 minutes, whatever. Like, yeah, we may get off topic quite a lot, but usually it has something to do with that topic. I thought you were going to say something about if people find it beneficial to stay in their comfort zone. I was like, if you find it beneficial oh. to stay in your comfort zone, you're a small person. Not height small, like, but like small, small. I, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I understand people that stay in their comfort zone, but they're not going to grow as a person. They're not going to be able to meet new people and, you know, expand their life to be better. They're just gonna. Sounds dark as fuck, but it, just gonna die look at look at look at it like this: like, <laughs> making making connections with people are your bridges to getting where you need to go in the future. So if you were complacent in your little comfort zone and your little bubble, you're not gonna go anywhere that you want to go, that is out of reach. Right. Say say you want to go to Disneyland. Right. How, how are you going to get there? It takes money, takes transportation, you know, but if you live in your little bubble, maybe you don't have friends. Maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you don't have a car. How are you going to get to Disneyland? You know, so staying in your little bubble, you'd have to like wait for a friend or your parents 
or somebody that wants to go to Disneyland to be like, hey, do you want to come to Disneyland with me? And then expect them to pay for you too because you don't have money, right? So if you think it's beneficial to stay in your comfort zone, you're complacent because there's a bigger world out there. I mean, unless you're listening to this podcast and you live in a fucking mansion and you've got all of this money, then you should probably donate to the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, What? Um, uh. <laughs> If you're lacking on energy, you should drink Ulti. <laughs> this section will be brought to you by Ulti Energy. UltiSubs.com. Drink it and find out. Eon. I'm watching Waffles on his stream right now. It's funny because there's a little delay from his voice to the video. So. Oh, yeah, he's showing it off in the camera. And, like, you can't see me doing it, but I'm also doing it. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> this one's the blue raspberry. Hey, that's, that's what I'm drinking, too. But uh, you said you tried the Tropical Storm, though, right? I've tried the Tropical Storm. And you it's, like the... It's good flavor. I'm not a fan of it, but I do have a couple coworkers that like that one. You uh, say the blue raspberry is better? I like the blue raspberry the best. I've tried all of them. Look at you. Recently, but, no, not not uh, since the Orchata one. Orchata, Tropical yeah, Storm, a, and the Orange Cream. That Storm. one is actually not bad. That's my next pickup. The Orchata one. Because that's going to be my breakfast. I'm going to make it with uh, almond milk. I'm not going to use water. I'm going to use vanilla it, almond milk, and it it's just going to be fire. I'm sure it tastes fine with water. It's supposed to be made with water. It, it yeah, so I'm like, why are you going to use almond milk? Because bro? it's like, horchata. Horchata is cinnamon rice milk I by nature. That. Like, I've right? had the horchata. Okay, so... It, so It so, tastes almost similar. Let, let, me, let, me, let me give you this example, okay? Have you had the cherry lime G Fuel? Yes. Okay. It's decent. Uh, it's funny you say that. Oh, my God. He's got the tub. Hold on. I have the cherry lime chief right Okay, here. okay. So that cherry limeade in water, it tastes decent. But if you mix that in a 16-ounce shaker bottle with Sprite, oh, man. Oh, man. That cherry limeade and Sprite is fiesto. Bro, it's uh, so good. I opened the container. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that with Ulti. You know, it's nice. Um, no, like I, I can see your smell of the container. It, smells, it actually smells pretty good. You're making me want to make a cup right now. I'm like sitting here looking at my empty shaker. <laughs> Don't snort it though. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> I've accidentally snorted Nootropic before on accident. Uh, yeah. It's pretty intense. Straight energy to the nose, man. But so I don't know. Like I have, I don't really have anything against G Fuel, but whenever I drink it, it just makes me itchy. Because of the niacin that they put in like, it. The amount I've had of niacin. Pre-workouts. And they don't make me like I'm not that bad, right? Like pre workout, yeah, you know, raise your heart rate, you know, go work out, pump some iron, and shit like that. I tried doing the same thing with G Fuel because people are like, oh yeah, I use G Fuel as my pre workout. I was like, fuck it. I tried doing the same thing, bro. I had to quit most of my like lifts and shit like halfway through because I get too itchy and I have to go shower off. And I'm just like, fuck. Wow. Yeah. See, that's bad. 
I don't know. I didn't really like G Fuel because of management and uh, their uh, the mods for their Discord community. But it's a different story. Um, I like Ulti, you know. Being able to talk to the CEO one-on-one -on -one and develop that, you know, relationship is important between me and a company that I'm trying to be sponsored by. You know, I don't want to just be a rep for this company that doesn't give a shit about who I am. You know, that, that doesn't make sense to me. And you don't have that with Ulti. So it's nice that it's actually backed by somebody that gives a fuck about the community that they're supporting. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'll look at the company here and there. And, you know, you kind of brought me on to Ulti and was just like, hey, you know, love this company. But I also love their product. And I was like, cool. I'll try their product. <laughs> and, and then boom. I've, I've tried a bunch of different nootropics. There's what? There's, there's Ghost. Yep, I've had Ghost. I've had G Fuel. I've had uh, Rogue Energy. I've had Rogue. I've had gamer subs. Gamer subs had that. I've had Swift. I've heard of them, but I haven't tried them. I've had Dubby. I keep seeing so many ads. For that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, dude, I went off on them in DMs. I was like, you guys just message everybody or what? It's kind of intrusive and annoying. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah blah blah, like. We didn't mean to offend you. I was like, stop spam DMing people saying, oh, we'll sponsor you. No, you're going to give them an affiliation where you give them like maybe 15% commission max and they give a 20% discount code to their community and they get maybe a personal 35 to 50% discount for them for their own personal use. That's not a sponsorship. A sponsorship is A, free product or B, money, like an endorsement. You know, Technosport. All of the above. Yeah, yeah, C. Or C, <laughs> both of them, right? So, Technosport. Uh, this chair, free. My desk, free. A chair that I gave away to my old community, free. Like, not only that, but I've they've paid me out over $600 in the course of the four years that I've been sponsored by them. You know, so maybe that's $100 a year. $100 a year from a company for supporting them is is big like that's awesome you know and i'm super close to actually becoming a like red level partner with them where i get flown out to the next event like all expenses paid red carpet entrance and everything and that's just for being one of their influencers you know they take care of their people they donate to different charities they provide warranty on their chairs and their their products you know like american made it's a great company and these are the companies that i i stand behind i don't just get with anybody that's like hey we'll give you this discount code and we want to sponsor you we like your we like your content you didn't even check out my content fam where the likes at you know you didn't even, oh we we saw your streams and we think you'd be perfect well shut the fuck up dude no you don't this is a copy and pasted message that you send to everybody if you bro i'm saying did. dude i'm fucking saying so i've had i've had a lot of different nootropic companies and when it comes to ulti I don't even remember how I found them, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. There was no overhype of it. It wasn't sponsored on my feed anywhere. I, I think I saw somebody else that I follow that I follow on the sidelines, and they were drinking it. And I was like, I've never heard of that. Uh, let me check it out. 
join the Discord. CEO is responsive. They have a Facebook. They have an Instagram. They're responsive on all of them. I was like, wow, this is this is pretty dope. Yeah, Pick- shit, like you invited me to the Discord. Uh, like we'll see, you know, like see how it is. Like the CEO greeted me into the Discord, yeah. and then we talked a little bit, and then you know, my order got my first order got lost. And then you helped me out with that, and they respond like the mods could use some work. So I'm gonna like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, another thing, right? The CEO stepped and in. The right? CEO so, stepped in yeah. and helped me, and was like, "Hey, you know, we sent you another a shipment. You know, let us know when it gets there." Right. Like, oh, all right. And it's funny because I can still look at the shipping address or the the tracking number for the other uh order that I had submitted mm-hmm. that got lost. Still says it's at the post office. Oh my gosh. Dude, they probably this is took what, like it. Four or five months ago. <laughs> they probably took it, bro. They're like, this I is that this is that good, good ulti. Yeah, like at first at first I ordered like it was like a the it was the, the starter pack. So it was a shaker, a tub, and then the was it four? I think it's eight. Four four of each, right? Or maybe it was three three each or something. I don't know. But it was a starter pack. So I got that and it came in a week. And I was like, oh shit. All right, like this is awesome. Then I yeah. ordered the ultimate pack. Spent almost two hundred dollars, and I didn't like it. Didn't come, and I was pissed. Oh yeah, I was like, you know what? You know, it was around the holidays. Maybe it's just taking a little bit longer. Like I had the tracking number and everything already. I was like, maybe it's just taking a little bit longer. And like, okay, you know, two weeks passed by. Still hadn't received it, and I was like, "Fuck, the tracking number." Still at the same fucking post office. It's like, "Fuck, still nothing." I waited another week, and then I submitted a claim to the post office. They said they couldn't do anything about it. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Whatever. Then I went and messaged the fucking CEO of Ulti, and he was just like, "Yeah, we'll help you out. Let me talk to my warehouse team." And I was like, "Yeah." And like two days later, he's like, "Hey, sent you, uh, sent you uh, your order again. Let us know when it gets there." And they got here. The, I'm pretty sure they overnighted it because they got here like the next. Yeah, day. expedited yeah. it. Yep. Well, didn't didn't charge for it or nothing, right? Yeah, like didn't ask me to do any of that stuff. They like they asked, for, so he asked me if I wanted a refund. I told him no. I just want my product. <laughs> <laughs> right, right sounds good and then set me like overnighted me the next like the fucking box of the shit that i ordered yeah yeah jigs and is a good dude man like, Fuck yeah dude he's cool for sure oh um i think that's another thing too you know it's like jigs as a ceo he has to come out of his comfort zone to be able to be as responsive as he is to the community to the people that have the problems and concerns, he addresses them and delivers in a timely manner. And as a business owner, it, it it's hard to do that. You have mods and you have an administrative team for a reason so they can handle things. 
But when things don't go as smoothly as they're supposed to, or maybe the mod is power hungry, the CEO has to step in, right? And maybe they get put out of their comfort zone because now they have to A, dissolve this situation, and A, or B, possibly get rid of the mod, right? Because that might cause future problems within the community. And so now the business owner needs to come out of their comfort zone and make decisions. And that's something you have to do. But if you don't want to make decisions like that, you're not going to be a business owner. You know, so if you don't leave your comfort zone, if you're complacent in your comfort zone, you're not going to be able to do things like be a business owner. You can't be a business owner and stay in your comfort zone. That involves coming out of your comfort zone. Trust me. There's a lot of things that get involved into running a business. And it's not just coming up with a name and having a product. You know, there's marketing, there's promoting, there's, you know, building up the clientele or community that you're catering to. There's so many different aspects that go into it. And if you're stuck in your little bubble, you're going to do the research that goes into doing it. Like there's, there's so many different things, you know, and I'm still learning myself and I put so much time into this, you know, but every day I go out of my comfort zone to do what I have to do to try to be a bigger person, to try to grow as an individual. And I think you can too. You have anything else to, to leave off with, Waffles? No. Pretty sure we've covered everything that I wanted to talk about at least. Hell yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take this time to say thank you so much for listening to this episode on coming out of your comfort zone. Right? I think it's pretty good. I think you should go back and listen to it again if you were not really listening the first time. So if you're kind of skipping through and you're getting to this part, the fuck back there and listen to it again because we talk about a lot of good stuff. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate the podcast, whatever it is. Leave us some feedback. We want to hear from you. See you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Trying to Function. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you on the flip side. Thank you.